0: Ksubas, Perk Aleph, Mishnah Dodd 1 4, and again another Mishnah talking about the technicalities of who's entitled to um, 100 instead of 200 Zuzan Ksuba. Again, maybe not appropriate for a mixed company. I leave it to your discretion. The Mishnah says, Basula, a woman who is a Basula, meaning she's a virgin. She never slept with a man before. However, she was previously uh, married. She's either an almana, which means a widow, or a grusha, or a divorcee, or a chalutza. She participated in the chalutza, mina after she had already done nesuin. Again, as we said before, the two stages of marriage. The first, erisin that wouldn't normally implicate, under any circumstances, um, intimacy, because he's just giving her kasef for star, giving her money like a ring, normally, um, and she's although legally married, not functionally married. Nesun, we said, is, is being married in a functional sense. And therefore, the assumption is that any woman who is a Nasua, a married woman, um, living as married couples do, so there's a cheskas ba'ula, whether or not she actually did participate in such an act, the luck is we assume she did. So even in a case where it's sort of like, you know, not really likely, like for example, since we said that, the, that what effects being a nesua is chuppah. And chuppah might mean doing the bedeck and, you know, putting the veil over her face or bringing her into the chuppah under the canopy there in the in the synagogue, um, etc., which those kind of acts, obviously, while they may legally make her a nesua, it's a little premature to assume that at that point that they've actually been intimate. It doesn't matter. Once she crossed the line of being a nesua, she has a ch- then she has a chazaka of being a and she no longer can get the standard 200 zuz, she gets 100. And that's what the Mishnah is saying here. A basula, if she happens to be, in fact, a basula, she never slept with a man, but she's an almana, grusha, or chalutzam in a nisuin. but she is now widowed or divorced, or become a from a situation which she was actually a nesuwa. Then ksuba sanmana, her ksuba amount standard is 100 zuz, and more than that, there's no such thing. Since she's like at the 100 level, in the event that you know the her husband, really her second husband, now, um, you know he would claim he didn't find basulum or something. That's too bad. He has no such claim. He can't make a tainus basulum. He's taking her um, on the 100 level, and although although he might have presumed that the would be intact and she's supposedly a basula, if they're not or he doesn't find them that way, he has no claim whatsoever. That's just that's because she came in as with the cheska and therefore he has no he's not his claim will not be heard in court. He's, she, she's already at the one hundred level, so therefore he can't say makach and get even the hundred back. No. Part B of the mishnah, a vashvuyah vashivcha. If you have a woman who is a convert, meaning she started out being not Jewish, or she's a shvuya, she was a Jewish woman who was taken captive, vashivcha, or a woman who started out being a gentile. Slave, which is like a quasi Jew, and then all through these cases, they undo their situation to become regular Jewish women in Jewish society. Shinifdu, <inaudible> the captive woman was redeemed. Vishnisgairu, <inaudible> and the starting out gentile woman converted. Vednishtachru, <inaudible> and the slave girl had been emancipated. If that transition back to being part of conventional Jewish society as a Jewish woman. Yeserus Al-Banos echad happened at an age after three years old, what we call it the third birthday, what well, the Mishnah calls three years old in a day, but it means like what we call three third birthday. Then Mana, again, regardless of whether the fact she actually slept with a man, she has a chazak of having slept with a man, and therefore the ksuba will be just one hundred, as a ksuba, minimum. The ainla tanas and similarly, excuse me, there's no such thing as the husband then taking her to court the next day and saying he didn't find basulim. he has no such claim. He's taking her on that, you know, as is. Mm-hmm. Now, the rationale of this Mishnah is that um, it's just kind of like the first part of the Mishnah, is a chazaka that in Gentile society, women are ba'ulos, and therefore, if this woman was subject to, to Gentile society, we just assume she's a ba'ula, she's been with a man. So, the gyores, since she converted after the age of three years old, we assume when she was, after her third birthday, she was still non-Jew, and therefore a Same goes for the Shavu'ya, she was a Jewish girl, but she was held in captivity by non-Jews, so we assume again that they had their way with her, and she stopped being a, a Besula, and same goes for the Shivcha, since she was not really Jewish, even though she was quasi-Jewish, um, we assume that the Shavachos behave like that promiscuously, and therefore, if she only became emancipated after the age of three, we assume she's also a therefore she gets a hundred mana as our minimum ikriksuba um, now just the curiosity of the Mishnah, there's a lack of parallelism over here. Um, the first part of the Mishnah lists three categories of women, Gyores, Shvuya, and Shivcha, and then three verbs of what happened to them in the passive passive verbs, how do they reverted from their status to being a conventional Jewish women in Jewish society? Um, but they're not parallel. It should be the gyores is first, so therefore the first verb should be the gior, the conversion, the shvuyah second. Therefore, the second verb should be the, the um, pidyon sheniftu, because she gets redeemed. And then the third is the shivcha, who is the slave girl. And then the appropriate verb would be um, the or the emancipation. But that's not what happens. It says it out of order. It says sheniftu first, we talk about pidyon redemption. Then shnizgairu. Then we talk about conversion. And finally vinistachru, we talk about emancipation. So why out of order? So, the Tov says that he heard from his Rebbe, the Maral Prague, that the reason the Mishnah goes in this order in terms of the verbs is to tell you um, that the first one, Sheniftu, Pidyon Shvuyim, the redemption of a captive, that's already a mitzvah, one of the greatest mitzvahs, and therefore it's mentioned first. Nizgairu, conversion, so we're ambivalent to that. You know, if a woman wants to convert, more power to her, and that's fantastic, but we don't, there's no such mitzvah, we don't force it, we don't necessarily even encourage it, and therefore it's in the middle. And finally, the shtachru is last, the Shikhru or the redemption, um, excuse me, the emancipation of a slave girl is said last because actually, um, under normal circumstances, one is not allowed to emancipate, uh, meaning to set free a shifra, which is supposed to stay in that state. But um, our snares were where it's permitted to do. But in general, one is not permitted to do so. And therefore, it's like in the category of a neveira. And therefore, it goes mentioned last in the Mishnah.